I have to admit to you that this gospel that we heard today makes me very uncomfortable. And it stirs up a lot of things within me. The discomfort comes in terms of what was going on there. That a woman was caught in adultery. Now, how do you do that? But a woman was caught in adultery, and it was wrong what she was doing, and was dragged before Jesus so that Jesus would have to condemn her according to the law of Moses. She should be stoned because she was an adulteress. And at the same time, if Jesus didn't condemn her, then the crowd that was bringing the woman to Jesus would have reason to condemn him because he wasn't following the law of Moses. Things are pretty twisted. And one of the things that makes me so uncomfortable is that that story reveals some of the darker parts of humanity. The darker parts that we see in the world, maybe that we could see in ourselves, whatever it might be, in terms of what was going on there. Humanity is not presented at its best. And there is Jesus. You know, in a, in a way, it, it, it reminded me sometimes of, of what we see media report and, and how we see groups of people kind of coalescing to condemn people even before they've gone to trial and to kind of put people on trial in the public before they go to a court and are judged whether they're guilty or they're innocent. Shades of that kind of came to my mind too, and it's, that's so disconcerting and so uncomfortable to face those kind of realities that we see in our world today. Yet, that's part of the human condition. It's part of the brokenness that we experience in our own lives or through the lives of others or the examples of others. It also reminded me of a true story that I heard a long time ago, and it still sticks with me even though some of the details are not there. But in that story, there was a family that experienced a grievous loss of one of their sons or their daughters. I think it was a daughter. And the daughter was murdered in a heinous crime. And the perpetrator was caught and was tried and was convicted of the crime and was guilty just like the woman in the gospel. And then that individual was executed, was was sentenced to death, and that individual was executed. And one of the parents reflecting on that whole process really surprised me in terms of what they said about it. They said, justice didn't do a thing for me. Okay, just think about that. Crime committed, fair trial, person convicted and executed. Justice didn't do a thing for me. But forgiveness did. The person was witness to the fact that They went through a process, a real process, to come about forgiving the perpetrator, the guilty party, for what that individual had done. 
And the person wasn't speaking against laws, wasn't calling for lawlessness. This person wasn't speaking about the trial system that we have. But rather, the person was speaking about what needed to happen within, I think it was himself, in order to find peace for what had happened. Because he and his family experienced the messiest, the darkest, the most difficult part of humanity and what it means to be a human being. But the key for this person in order to recover and to carry on and to have a semblance of a life that was, was good for that individual, that person needed to forgive. Justice didn't do it for me, but forgiveness did. Whew, okay. All of that came to mind when I heard tonight's gospel. It's really tough to think about it. It's tough to preach about this one, I have to admit to you. But what I'm drawn to, and I hope that you are too, what I'm drawn to is the dynamic that existed between the woman and Jesus in today's gospel. And that dynamic is, is, is marvelous and it's, it's, it's mysterious, it's mind-blowing. Because here was this woman, she was the guilty party, she was guilty. Here was this woman standing before Jesus. And St. Augustine describes this scene as the woman being misery, being in misery and being miserable. This woman in misery encounters Jesus, who is the very mercy of God. The scene was misery encountering mercy. Now, Jesus was not a lawless person. Jesus followed the law of Moses because he's God. He gave the law of Moses. So he's, he's, not, he's not an infidel, nor is he an anarchist. But what happened between the two of them is remarkable, and we need to pay attention to it. Because as she stood there and was being condemned, and the crowds were after her, and the crowds had, this, had the stones in their hands, most likely, to, to, to stone her to death because of her crime, then Jesus said to the crowd, as you heard, let the person who has not sinned be the first one to cast a stone. And the crowd was honest, because one by one, starting with the leaders and the elders of the people, they left, leaving only Jesus and the woman. And what Jesus did was forgave her, forgave her of her sin. Remember what he said, don't sin anymore, don't do this anymore. But he forgave her and set her free. And that, brothers and sisters, becomes the standard and is the standard for our lives as Christians and our lives as human beings. Because if we don't know forgiveness from God in our lives for what we've said, what we've done, or what we've admitted to do, if we don't know that forgiveness, then we're in chains. 
we're bound to our sinfulness. And the real things that we've done, whether they be little bad things or great big bad things, little sins or big sins, we are bound to them. And we are crippled by them. And we're not able to function as well as human beings because of that. The fundamental reality is that we need God's forgiveness in our lives. And by extension, that we extend or offer that forgiveness to one another as we have received it. Now, easy for me to say, but, but when we start facing our own lives or we start facing what other people have done and, and, and seeing all of that, it becomes a little bit more complicated in terms of who and what we are as human beings. And I understand that. I've seen that in my own life. I get that. And there can be resentments and there can be deep hurt and there can be deep wounds that people have inflicted upon you because of their sinfulness or that you inflict upon yourself because of your own sinfulness. And we can drag those things around and we can live by that for a very long time in our lives. And that's why I think this gospel, one reason why this gospel is here tonight, because the standard is forgiveness. The standard is repentance of our sins and forgiveness from Jesus. That we don't drag whatever it is that is hurtful and, and binding to us around with us for most, if not all, of our lives. Forgiveness is freedom. Who wants to live in misery in their lives, really? Who, want, who wants that? None of us do. But sometimes we bring that upon ourselves, or other people bring that upon us. And we want to be free of that. We, we, deep down, we don't want to live by that. And neither does Jesus want us to live by that. Misery met mercy in the gospel today. And it was forgiveness of the woman that made the most significant difference in her life. And if the crowd would have stayed, they would have been forgiven too. Not for being right about her crime. They were right about her crime. But for how they were feeling about her and how they were using her to get at Jesus to convict Jesus of a crime. If they would have stayed, Jesus would not have thrown stones at them, but stood in their misery and offered them forgiveness. That's critical. That's very critical. Especially as what we see in the world today, especially in terms of the hurt and the harm that have been done to us or to other people, or we see being done to other people, it's so critical because it stops the cycle. It stops the cycle of violence. It stops the cycle of hurt. It stops the cycle of being bound to evil or being bound to sin. So let's take this very messy gospel to our own hearts today and let the light 
of Jesus and how Jesus interacted with the woman in the gospel, let that light shine in your hearts. It's a light of love. It's a light of hope. It's a light of forgiveness. And let that light illumine you and bring you to stand before Jesus, to be healed, to be made whole, to be forgiven.